welcome to Good Luck High Five, episode 396. That's right. You're listening to a podcast that's for you if you play Magic the Gathering. Whether you're sitting at home jamming some arena, or maybe you just went to Command Fest online last weekend, yes. and you partied down on some spell table. Either way, we're here for you. I'm one of your hosts, Maria. I'm another one of your hosts, Megan. And on today's episode, we are going to accurately predict everything you're going to see in the upcoming fall set, Zendikar Rising. That's right. We are definitely going to be absolutely correct mm-hmm. in every single thing that we say. Well, you know what? You saying that is actually not too far off the mark, considering how many things you got right. That's true. It's kind of spooky. Uh, wait, which set did you get them all right in? Acoria. Acoria. Yeah, that was... <laughs> That was kind of, that was like creeptastic. So, <laughs> thank you. I like to be known as creeptastic in every <laughs> facet of my life that I can. Do you remember one of the ones that you got right? Mutate. Oh my gosh. I basically got mutate right. That That is like, I remember reading it. Now Now you've jogged my memory when it when they revealed mutate and just sitting in front of it my was computer. Like, like actually basically exactly what I said. Megan's <laughs> So, you know, here we are, ready to give you those accurate predictions once again uh, to celebrate the arrival of this set, which is coming up faster than you think. Official release date, September 25th. Yeah. And the way that time moves these days, it could be here tomorrow or it could be here five years from now. Who's to say what it means when we say September 25th? Great point. But uh, they just released a brand new teaser trailer for Zendikar Rising and announced the date when we think previews are going to start which is September 1st. So that's Ooh. coming up around the corner and we yeah. got to make our predictions before anyone can say you already, you knew. Just around the river bend. Indeed. <laughs> Just around the river <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> before we dive into our episode, a huge thank you to everyone who's a supporter over on patreon.com slash GLHF magic. And now we have some special ways that make it even easier for you to become a patron. That's right. Patreon now has an annual membership or annual patronage. Yes. Which I imagine is more like what it was like in the 1500s to be a patron (laughs) of the arts. Yeah, they didn't just send you a check every month. (laughs) One love sum. (laughs) Once a year, buddy. Here's $10 in British money. Now create me a fresco. $10 in British money. (laughs) Thanks for that one. (laughs) Uh, We'll get to British money more in a second. But yeah, we have annual membership. Memberships, uh, which some people prefer to pay in just yeah. one lump sum. And the bonus here to kick this off is we're giving a 16% discount on a yearly membership to Good Luck High Five and everything we do. So if you sign up within the next month, you'll get 16% off, which is two months free. Wow, pretty great. Yeah, and after that, it's going to dip down to a lower percentage. So get it, get in while the getting's hot. You just know in mean? case, like me, maybe you do an annual budget because monthly is just beyond you. <laughs> I've never even thought of a budget. (laughs) Problem. We should sit down and talk. (laughs) But yeah, if you're if you're like Megan, just want to get it one and done. Hey man, we've got the answer for you. That's why I buy my groceries on a yearly basis. (laughs) Oh, that's why those chips were so soggy. Uh uh (laughs) They were from January. Gross. Uh, Yeah, but also, did you mean stale? Nope. Okay. <laughs> Thought I would check. Fair enough. 
but in addition to the annual membership now being offered, uh, we can now take uh, payments in British pounds uh, British money, as I like to say, or <laughs> 10 in, British dollars, <laughs> 10 British dollars or in euros. So if you would like to pay in your native currency, you now can with those two on Patreon. So just a couple extra bonuses for you. Pretty great. Thank you as well to our sponsor, Card Kingdom, cardkingdom.com slash GLHF, a fantastic place to go if you're getting real excited about Zendikar Rising and you're oh, like, yeah. I want some boosters, you know, get Absolutely. on in there, get ready to order some of those singles, those hot, hot singles for your commander deck. Yes. They will get here as fast as is humanly possible. And we talked about those cool dry erase tokens you can now order mm-hmm. for them, which I've seen more pictures of people using those online those are really awesome all available over at cardkingdom.com slash glhf a super uh, awesome and fun company and we are huge supporters of them and we thank them for being huge supportive supporters of us too so yeah if you want to buy some magic gear consider card kingdom they're top notch the cat's pajamas a real pip in your pinhole card kingdom It's time for some Zendikar Rising predictions. Wait, Maria. What? Before we look forward to the future, we should look back to the, to the past. past. Because unless we know our past, we are doomed to repeat it. Yes, which is how a magic set would work if they knew nothing about the previous <laughs> magic set while they made the next one. And there was never a reprint ever. Exactly. They were just like, look, we're going to put these 10 people in a complete magic vacuum and make them come up with a set. And that was each magic set. Wow. Like, I wonder what would happen. What would happen? What would happen? I wonder what would happen if, okay. We could re- we could create this experiment if we had willing volunteers who only know the current set, right? Like if you have a person who only knows Corset 2021. Okay. And you sat them down and you're like, knowing nothing else about magic, I want you to create five mechanics right now. Oh, what would they make? Exactly. I mean, I wonder if I've, okay, so Corset has flying in it or whatever, but I feel like flying or some kind of variant of flying would be one of the first things you would make. Yes. Well, I'm saying they know. But they wait, know no. that. Yeah, they they know the fundamentals of magic, which okay. is why I'm saying they okay. get to know like corset 2021. So a little bit fancier mechanics and flying exactly. in first strike and trample. Okay. They they would know the evergreens, but they would not know <gasps> anything else. Okay. If you have somebody that would like to participate yes. in this experiment, please let us know at GLHF Magic on Twitter. And uh because I want to see what would happen. I also really want to see what would happen. I also want to see what would happen if we got ten thousand monkeys and we put them in a room and, and we, we gave had them a bunch of cardboard. <laughs> We gave them a bunch of, you know, templating for magic cards. How long would it take a monkey to paint a sub McKinnon? I don't know. You know, maybe... 20 million monkey lifetimes because you cannot replicate you the work of sub McKinnon. replicate it. We're here for his new card, by the way, Prismatic Piper. Shakespeare. <laughs> wow. What a claim. Dang. We're here with the hot takes. Wow, that was a very hot take. But what all this we is leading up to say yes. is that Megan is going to give us some story time with Megan. That's right. Okay. So Zendikar started way back in the day with um, the original Zendikar block, which had Zendikar, World Wake, and Rise of the Eldrazi. Oh, this was before our time. Yes, this the was before, before our time. time, if you will. <laughs> um, and so the walkers that are uh, from Zendikar, um, from any point in time, are Nyssa, who's okay. an elf. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, Nahiri, who's a core. Yep. And Kiora, who's a merfolk. Oh, I didn't know Kiora's from Zendikar. Yeah, Kiora's from Zendikar. Mm. Um, and it has lots of like 
some of the classic creature types of magic, right? You have merfolks, goblins, elves, vampires, and then core are the people who are like native to Zendikar and only exist there. They're like the core set of Zendikar. (laughs) So I'm going to remember it. Um, So if there are core elsewhere in the multiverse, it turns out that they were like taken from Zendikar and put elsewhere in the multiverse. They only existed on Zendikar originally. Well, they like lands. Yeah, exactly. Um, So... Like, Zendikar was originally this plane of, like, adventure and treasure and mana is, like, extra powerful there and kind of works in different and weird ways, which is why way back in the day, the Eldrazi went there. They were, like, drawn there by the way that mana flows through it. And so way, way back in time, Soren, Eugene, and Nahiri imprisoned them using, like, hedrons and inside a mountain and all this stuff. And then, like, accidentally, Jace and Sarkin and somebody else, like, met around there, and they, like, kind of loosened the bonds. And then Nyssa... Seems loose. Yeah, it does seem very loose. (laughs) Um, And then this is when we're getting into, like, the next set, which was um, Battle for Zendikar. Sure. So they imprisoned the Eldrazi there, and then Jace was like, let me just... What would happen? (laughs) No, they didn't know that the Eldrazi were there. They, like, had a meeting around there and then they just kind of like you know all that power or whatever oh okay um so anyways nissa was like saw the eldrazi and was like i don't want these on zendikar because i love zendikar so much and i bet you if i freed them they would go somewhere else (laughs) that turned out badly you know sometimes you have a bad idea yes sometimes you have a terrible idea that leads Eldrazi to literally obliterate like three continents of the eight on your on your plane. Oh, well, in all the decisions of time. Yes. Um, and so, you know, Nissa freed the Eldrazi. And then that's when you got battle for Zendikar, which is where you had like the Oath of the Gatewatch and they all come and, they, and they're like, I will protect Zendikar. Exactly. I'll protect all the places in the multiverse from the terror that is the Eldrazi. And then they channel all this mana and Chandra burns up uh Ulamog and Kozilek to a crisp, which are three of the original Titans, right? And then we had the whole thing um, with with uh, Emrakul, which was going into this the moon, yeah, in in Estrad later on, later on. But anyways, like way back in the day, like I said, it was about like adventure and treasure. So there was landfall was one of the first mechanics of Zendikar, um, which is where like things got. Things happened when lands came into play. Um, there was multi-kicker. Kicker and multi-kicker. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, like, you might remember kicker from recent sets. Yes. Um, and then multi-kicker was, like, you can kick multiple times. <laughs> I mean, it, it does what it says on the back. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You can do it multiple times. Um, there was the instant speed. There was the instant subtype trap. Oh, you've activated my trap card. Yeah, exactly. That's a, you know, there are still some traps that see play sometimes. that's um, true. In modern, like summoning trap. Yep. And um, allies. That was kind of like the core thing. allies. And that wasn't a named mechanic until we came around later on. uh, We had rally in Battle for Zendikar. And that was kind of like the naming of that ally mechanic. Um, and then there were things that you love, like totem armor. <gasps> totem armor! We have Rise of the Eldrazi to thank for totem armor. Oh, thank you, Rise of the Eldrazi. I love totem armor. Wear your little wolf coat <laughs> and, you know, sacrifice it instead of you getting hurt. I yeah. love it. Um, rebound, which is a favorite of mine. It's a great mechanic. Yeah, which we saw on um, 
When did we see it most recently? I think on... Um, was it in a master set? No, it was... I mean, maybe most recently a master set, but I'm thinking of um, Cons of Tarkir. Cons of Karkir, you mean? Cons of Karkir had a... Uh, had rebound. <laughs> Anyways, which I love. Yeah. Uh, Level Up, which we haven't seen in a long while. I am also a huge fan of Level Up. Yeah. Um, and Annihilator, which I think is kind of one of the keys that people think of when they think of the Eldrazi. Yeah, for sure. Right, they have Annihilator. Your opponents X. have to sack things when yeah. you attack with an it's, Eldrazi. It's real bad, everybody. You yes. don't, you don't want to see Annihilator just saying. Vampires also had kind of like, again, not the name thing, but like the bloodied sort of thing going on, which is like, if you think of Vampire Lacerator, that's one we still see very frequently. Oh, sure. Which if opponents have 10 or less life, yeah. have 10 or less life, then they get like a bonus of some kind. Cool. Um, yeah, very, yeah, so very cool. Like lots of classic stuff, right, that we think of in magic. Um, there were also this these cycles of quest enchantments. They had them both at common, uncommon, and rare. Um, some ones that still see play, Colony Heart Expedition yep. mm-hmm. was a common, the common green one of that quest cycle, which was where it had landfall, and it comes into play, you put a quest counter on it, and when it has three, you can sack it for lands. Um, and Pyromancer's Ascension is from the rare cycle which was all ascensions yeah um which was when this um criteria is met then it has a repeating effect um so pyromancer's ascension still sometimes saw play in storm for a while there i've got to say it feels like zendikar and the history of zendikar is like it feels like a very fundamental magic set the same way that ravnica feels very fundamental yeah i think so i think a lot of people would agree again like it has like all those classic Creature types. Right. Um, you like have Merfolk, elves. hello. Yeah, you have goblins, you have Merfolk. Um, yeah. And so also there is like way back in time some like weird, like early, early Zendikar like mythos, Ooh. right? Of there are the floating hedrons that are everywhere. Yep. Um, which kind of point to like the gravity of the plane being strange and again like that the power the flowing floating in weird lands. ways. Exactly. Um, and then so before the Eldrazi came back. There were there were like these three um, deities that were worshipped on Zendikar, which turned out to be kind of like twists or mutations of the Eldrazi that were trapped. <gasps> like Ameria is one, oh, um, which was actually Emrakul, yeah. which was like this big flying angel deity that they had made up, but was actually like influenced by Emrakul in some way. Whoa, stuff like that. Because Emrakul's energy was floating yeah. around, people Im- imagined this... God. Exactly. This reminds me of a Voyager episode um, called Blink of an Eye. <laughs> Maria, tell us what happened in that Voyager episode. Well, I'm just going to let you know, it is one of the best Voyager episodes, uh, despite being so... In- Which they can be real hit or miss. Well, so. absolutely. Uh, some of the best and worst episodes yes, of Star Trek, no absolutely. question. Um, and Blink of an Eye, like, it's super corny, right? But I think the idea is really cool. It's one of the reasons that um, I love Star Trek is like, it's like, what if this thing happened? And just the idea of it is so intriguing, which is that Voyager gets stuck in the gravity of a planet and um, time kind of like gets all weird. And so in the planet, time is passing normally for that planet. But in Vo- for Voyager, it's happening in like one second. It's like a million years on the planet or whatever. Whoa. And so li- they get to see life evolve um, from zero to like modern day, quote unquote. And um, because Voyager is stuck in their planet up there and they can see it, they worship it as a god. And like it impacts their earth and like makes uh, earthquakes and stuff and then they find one of the people and bring them on board the ship and they're like they have to go up and meet their god 
gods, essentially. Whoa. Which is like really cool idea, right? Yeah. Anyway, I think it's one of the best. But then also, that per- did they take the person with them? Um, I th- they returned them back down to the planet. Yeah. But wouldn't like another thousand years have passed? Yes. Oh. But it was too late. There was nothing they could do. You know what I mean? Wow. That actor went on to being lost. <laughs> One of the better guest stars. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Someone who went on to being lost. Real. I can't remember his name. I just want to put that on your resume. Went on to being lost. He did. But that reminds. That's like that kind of yeah. reminds me of that. That's cool. Yeah. Right. I didn't know that. Too. So, anyways, that's like the very, very, very swift history. Spark notes. Uh, exactly of Zendikar. My favorite part of it is when Nissa was like, I should free them. Maybe they'll go somewhere else. I mean, you know. Oh, boy. I get the I get the idea behind it. Yeah. <laughs> um, Battle for Zendikar had one of my favorite mechanics. What was that? Awaken. Oh, great mechanic. Yeah. Really cool. And that uh, was when you could pay mana and the land would become a creature. Yeah. It wake up. Like you put X counters on the land and it makes, Ooh. yeah, it becomes a creature. Um, so, yeah. All right. Okay, so let's start off with what we know about Zendikar Rising at this very moment in history and time. Uh, What I'm going to do now for the video version is play the Zendikar Rising teaser trailer, which they released today, which was really pretty. We talked about on the upkeep a little bit. It shows the land of Zendikar and has a mysterious voice, which I imagine to be Nyssa, (laughs) I would think, or Nahiri, I'm not exactly sure, saying, quote, born in a spark, forged by the trail, tempered in silver and silence. I will fulfill my destiny. Zendikar will rise. And then it says September 1st, 8 a.m. Pacific time, twitch.tv slash magic. Tempered in silver and silence makes me think that it's Nahiri. Yeah. That she was like the watcher of the Eldrazi for a long time and was like trapped in there with them. Yeah. Tempered in steel doesn't make any sense for Nissa. No. So yeah, you're probably right. Um, So I feel like it's probably Nahiri. Yeah. And also she was so mad about what happened to Zendikar that she went and wrecked Innistrad. Yeah. She destroyed. Which is still one of my favorite <laughs> plot lines in all of magic. I am always and forever hashtag Team Nahiri. Uh, yeah, you know, just put put some peeps in rocks. You know That's what I mean? Some vengeance I can get behind. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to talk about that in my predictions coming up. But, all right. But yeah, so the trailer looks really pretty. And I assume more information coming on the first there on Wizard's stream. Mark Rosewater has says, said that, quote, we returned to Zendikar without Eldrazi and revisit the adventure world players fell in love with so like a classic yeah. zendikar feel yes which i could imagine being like a nice entry point for newer players too absolutely based on what you've told me here um he has said it is a quote land yes. set uh, and features full art basics oh thank goodness i mean is it zendikar if there aren't full art basics no. the answer is no no it's <laughs> everyone not everyone knows the answer is no and now they're printing fancy lands more than they used to but yeah. gosh back in the day these zendikar full arts were like the greatest lands oh, ever yes people had only though like would buy those lands yes including me and i <laughs> use them for draft that's a lot true because yeah. they're so gorgeous they um, are uh, they, it will also feature a cycle of six new dual lands that Marl has been trying to get into a set for a long time. What could they be? Ah, I'm okay. really intrigued. So, okay. Are we going to make a prediction on these prediction. dual lands? Yes, okay. because like, think about it. How many different kinds of dual lands we have, have we so seen? So many kinds of dual lands. So many. So yes. what could possibly be that the hasn't kind? already been happened? <laughs> 
that has has already been been happened. happened. Yep. (laughs) Okay. Here's my prediction. Here we go. Correct. Correct prediction number one. (laughs) This I don't definitely not. (laughs) But you know how there's the lands that come into play untapped if you control like uh, a land that is of either type of the color that it is. Yeah. Like the black green one will come into play untapped if you control a forest or a swamp. My one of my favorite lands. Yes. Same thing, but it comes into play untapped if you don't control. <gasps> Whoa. So it's like a black green tap land or dual land that comes into play tapped unless you <laughs> don't control. I love it. A force or a swamp. So like if you play it turn one, real good. Great. But like turn two. Unless you're playing like a, you know, five color, four color deck. Exactly. In which case, maybe it's <gasps> great. I love this idea. All right, if so this is my prediction. If this isn't what it is, it will wait a couple sets. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to happen for sure. That's wow. really cool. Uh, also with this set, this is kind of an interesting little factoid. Wait, what's your prediction? Oh, gosh. I don't know. Um, <laughs> I just completely pulled that one out of thin well, air. Well, that one was really good. I don't know if I can think of anything that's even remotely possible because well, I'm going to say something really dumb. Like <laughs> the land comes into play tapped unless you <laughs> pay a thousand dollars. No, because we already have one. You have to pay two life. What if you had to pay two mana? That seems very bad um, and useless. I mean, not entirely u- useless if you only had one color of mana going. So um, <laughs> um, you, you, as you play it, uh-huh. you sacrifice a land uh-huh. um, and then it comes into play untapped. Ooh, I like that. Okay. That one was more realistic than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> yeah. So it's like the bounce lands, but it's sack lands. It's sack lands. All right, I'm into this. Okay, so yeah, if you really need that second color, I guess that'd oh, be a reason to do it. But spicy seems pretty bad. This is steep cost. Yeah, <laughs> seems well, kind of bad. Give it a try. <laughs> okay. Um. Yeah. This is the little fact. What I was going to mention is that the rate of mythic rare cards increases with Zendikar Rising. So previously, your chances up until the set were one in eight of getting a mythic rare. I actually oh, didn't even know that. Me neither. And with Zendikar Rising, it's going to be one in 7.4. Oh. So there you go. That hot point six coming <laughs> yeah, off that's there. That's right. <laughs> Dang. More mythics. Yeah. All right. Uh, there are 280 cards, four returning planeswalkers, no new ones, but we know that the returning ones are Jace, Nissa, and Nahiri. Or oh, did I say four? Did I mean three? I think you might mean three. Yeah. Those are the ones we know about, Jace, Nissa, Nissa okay. and Nahiri for sure. And maybe there's a fourth, but maybe not. Maybe I wrote that wrong. I think there might be only three. Yeah. There's only right. three. There's, there's three. definitely, they wouldn't make four. No. I don't think. That would be weird. Anyways. Omnath is also returning in Zendikar Rising, which a lot of people, fans of the Uzi man. Yeah. Hey, he's an elemental. <laughs> elemental. The Uzi elemental. It's gaining a what? color. I don't think he's Uzi. Look at, he looks Uzi. No, he is. I'm bringing He's an right elemental. Now. And what does that mean to you? It means he's made of like fire and wind. And, and ooze. <laughs> Like he's made of like pure energy. <laughs> okay, he does he's look a more. Little, I mean, he's. I was about to say, like he looks a little splashy. Like he's like splashing a little bit. He does look more energy y than I thought in previous iterations, yeah. previous times. I think it's because he's green that he makes me yeah, think of ooze. That's legit. But coming up, he's adding a color, so he's not. Wait. What? I wonder, is he adding a color to the teamer colors that he currently is? So he's yes. going to be four colors. Four colors. 
he's just running around like devouring kinds of mana. Yeah. That's like the flavor of he's adding maybe? he's adding white. Oh, so he will be four colors plus white in the set. We see that on the packaging from Zendikar Rising. Very cool. So hello, Omnath now featuring four colors. And also with this set is the first time we're ever going to see set boosters. Uh, we talked about those on the upkeep a couple yeah. of weeks ago, if you want to get uh, more inf- info on that. But they're like a dollar more and they're basically for people who want to just crack a booster and yeah. not draft it. So there's a little bit more goodies in there or chance of getting goodies is higher um, yeah. in those boosters. Very So cool. that's all the info that we currently yeah. have. And now it's time for us to like basically tell you what's going to happen. Let's get some real Hot predictions up in here. <laughs> okay, okay. I'm you want to hear my top prediction? Oh, you go. Oh, you go for it. Okay. Number one, Landfall is coming back. That's also my top prediction. Number one prediction. Yeah, I mean, I personally like Landfall. Yes, and I think that's got to be at the top of a lot of people's anticipation oh, for Zendikar. Oh, yes, absolutely. If there's one thing that you're like, what did we not see in the last Zendikar set that yep. is iconically Zendikar? Landfall. Yes. It's coming back, and I think a lot of people are very nervous about it to come back because of the problems we've been having with fast mana types. yes fast big mana um and landfall being in there they're gonna be like oh no it's gonna be even better even to more p- to play like, like growth spiral is yeah yeah your bag wow wow what a new world it'll be mm-hmm. but yeah I, I i think that is like you know that's fair to be nervous about it because yeah. you know <laughs> lands matter yeah. um and playing a lot of lands has been very good for like a long time in magic yeah. re- uh, in recently anyway Ramp ramp just ramping on up there so we'll see but i think i i feel like we're 90 percent that we're gonna have landfall i would be shocked i will be shocked if we don't yeah um i also put awaken on here because i really hope so uh, i loved awaken too i and love awaken i think it probably will come back it's so flavorful yeah. and it's great because it's Ugh. one of the mechanics we usually really like them if something is relevant you know later in the game like you play it early it's a land great you do your things and later on sink mana yeah. into it becomes a creature a lot of like the instants and sorceries that it was on right like yeah Early on, you could just cast it as itself exactly to bounce something. Or later on, you pay more mana. You have more mana available, and at least you also get a creature. Great. I wonder... So, oh, I what? wonder if they'll do Awaken. That's all. I really yeah, like Awaken. Yeah, maybe. Those will be the two returning. Also, I was thinking about it. So, I forgot to mention when we were talking about the history of Zendikar. Like, Awaken... He originally came from like this thing called the Royal, which is that like the landscape of Zendikar is basically like constantly shifting and roiling. is the, uh, yeah roiling as though it is itself alive. Whoa! Which I think originally they said was like a response to it knowing the Eldrazi were there. Um, so I don't oh, like. Sure. I wonder if the Eldrazi are gone, if the Royal is still a thing that happens, or if not. Omnath Locus of the Royal. Yes, exactly. Was the card name? Yeah. So oh, I don't maybe. know what a Locus is, but. <laughs> Megan, what's a locus? It's like a focal point. Okay. The focal of the... <laughs> what's your big prediction? Was it the same as mine? Mine was landfall. Oh, okay, yes. great. Yes. We match. Um, I also predict because Omnath is on this packaging and everything, that elemental sub-theme will return. Oh, yeah. I think elementals have been increasingly popular in the last couple of years. For sure. There have been for like a hot second or two mm-hmm. elemental decks yeah, that standard. were viable and standard. It was very good too. Yes, exactly. And it was just like, it kind of got found, I feel like, at the, it's always found at the tail yes. end of a format. Yeah, it was. Risen Reef and Omnath. Yes. Yeah, that was a good deck. Ooh, Risen Reef. Risen Reef. What a... Yikes. What a card. I've been seeing people play that in Historic against me. 
Oh man. Elementals. Historical oh yeah, elementals. I believe that. Mm-hmm. Pretty cool. Um, so yeah, I think we might, we might see a, a nice little mm-hmm. tribal uh, deck with elementals happening in Zendikar. I could also see the return of totem armor, <gasps> which I know you would really like. Oh, I just boy. think it's like a cool thing that they haven't done recently. They haven't. Yeah. It's a cool thing and it doesn't look like anything that's been around. Yeah. Uh, for a little while now. Maybe it, they think it's too weird. I don't know. Or maybe they just didn't, you know, they didn't it's have like a spot a, for it. It's like a replacement effect. Yeah. Which maybe they'll be like, that's too complicated. Yeah. But I mean, they have been experimenting with added complexity. So maybe so. Um, which I will, which comes into play with one of my predictions for a new mechanic. <laughs> okay. Um, I also think that level up is a possibility for returning. I would love to see level Just up. Just what we're talking about. Yep. Things that might return. Let's do it. Um, because a level up really haven't seen in a very long time. <laughs> yeah, um, forever. But a cool mechanic. Super cool. I think one that is like very friendly both to new players yes. and to players who have been playing for a long time. Yep, for sure. And it makes sense. Like, yeah. you know, you're... you're your little friend is leveling up and becoming Again, better. Yeah, something that you can invest mana in later. And a really interesting decision point, too. Do you yeah. invest in this or do you play a creature from your hand or do you use a removal spell? Do you worry mm-hmm. about a removal spell on your level up creature? <gasps> oh, I have a hot take that just came to me. Let's go. Let's go. Okay. So not level up, but they talked bevel about... Level up. <laughs> where when you ah. bevel up, your creature becomes more three-dimensional. Oh, <laughs> okay. It's pretty sweet. Um, so I was just thinking of, right, we just had the most recent core set, Shrines. Because yep. Mark Rosewater was like, players are always talking about wanting to go back to Kamigawa, but it's not ever really in the plans. He didn't say <laughs> yeah. exactly that, right? Yeah, but, but it kind but of seems yeah. like something that they haven't done and maybe it isn't going to happen. Yeah. Um, so... There is, it's not level up, but in the, in Kamigawa, Smevel remember. <laughs> if I don't make it to the end of this episode, everyone, you know what happened. <laughs> there were the ones that, um, that turn around, not flip, but remember they turn. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. 180. Yep. What was that's that gonna, called? I don't remember, but that's going to be here. That's my, that's my prediction. Split card? Because it, maybe it's a split card. Yeah, that would make sense. No, it's not a split card. What is it? Trans. No, it's not a double. double it's something that you say we used to say for something oh, else. Is it and like double sided instead of double faced? And then people would be like, "No, no, no, you don't mean that," because like the flip planeswalkers from Origins, yeah. it wasn't like that. That's what I'm saying. I, or maybe those are double faced, and what I'm talking about is like double sided. Or <gasps> do you want to know a really sick burn well, I heard yeah. the other day? Yes, in a movie from the '80s. Out of the mouth of Elizabeth Taylor. Great. It was an Agatha Christie remake of The Mere Cracked. And she said this great burn. So your line is going to be, what? Okay. <laughs> you know, there's two things I don't like about you. What? Your face. <laughs> <laughs> Dang! It was just the best burn I've heard in a long time. Wow. And her and the other character have some great ones. Uh... Anyway, wow. Okay. I, I didn't know that movie existed. Well, Rock Hudson yeah. plays her husband. Anyway. I'm not surprised that you found it, though. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so that's my that's my all of a sudden spur of the moment hot take. Hey, I like it. Because they'll be like, that is it's not the same as level up, but it is like a little bit akin. Yep. And it is a yep. little bit in that vein of like, we know players like these things from Kamigawa, but we're not going to go back there. Mm, so yeah. here it is instead. Interesting. Like you fulfill... Maria just threw a pen at me. 
You threw it at me. Wow. <laughs> my if hands I are don't sweaty. make it to the end of the episode, you know what happened. <laughs> Death by pen. Death by pen. A new Agatha Christie <laughs> mystery. Anyway, so um, I feel like yeah. that's a possibility. Like you meet the requirement and it turns around. I like or it. You like, yeah. Turn Anyways. around. Um, I have a mechanic I invented for this yes. set. Are you ready? Yes. Okay. Absolutely. It's called Salt, um, which, you know, working title. Uh-huh. But essentially what happens is you salt your land. <laughs> like you have your lands in play and the creatures will have like a salt X on them. So you, you salt two lands or whatever, which means they tap for or you know, however many turns it might have to say salt too. So you put Uh two salt cultures on your lands so you can't use them Uh and for like, or they become colorless. Probably you can't use them or whatever um, for like two turns and you get a benefit. Like if this creature says salt, your two, (laughs) wait, this is becoming very complicated because you also need to say how many lands you salt. Maybe it's just one. So two, so you put two salt cultures on your land. You can't use it for two turns, and you get to deal like uh, one damage to. Okay, like a creature. the creature gets a bonus for those two turns. Yes, or like creatures might have like as long as you have your land two is lands salted. with a salt counter on them. Yes, this creature has this bonus or Correct. this ability. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Oh, all salt. right. Yeah. So it's the terribly named mechanic, but you see what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, like you're like they are drawing some kind of power, power from the from, earth from them. Yes. I like that, like flavorfully. Yeah, that actually is better than the flavor I thought, which was that you you're, it was like crop rotation, so you can't use them oh. for whatever. Then or, it would be called crop rotation because salting the earth is the one hundred percent opposite. They, they never come back. Of crop rotation, <laughs> just so we're clear. <laughs> But yeah, they're they're drawing the power from the land, and the land okay. is exhausted. Yeah. So that's my mechanic prediction. Salt, it's happening. <laughs> I don't know if I've ever been right about one of these. Yeah, I, I have actually. In Theros, yeah, um, you bestow. have. You did. Um, you get, did get bestow, which is wild. That's, that is. That's true. Okay. Well, what huh. mechanic are you going to invent, oh, Megan? I really have to think about this. I didn't think at all. Okay. Well, you think about it right now. Okay. I'm going to tell you a flavor thing that I think is going to happen. Ooh, yeah. All right. So this is a story thing. I really disagree with this, but keep going. <laughs> well, I mean, it's not going to happen because, yeah. because Jace is going to be into Nahiri. Oh, yeah. In no. this because Nahiri's like, no. he's over Liliana and Nahiri is going to be like, no, Jace goes into a stone. <laughs> Just kidding. Nothing bad will Jace ever happen to Jace. goes into a stone. Uh, but I think he's going to be like, hey, Nahiri, wink. And Nahiri's going to be like, you. <laughs> and Nahiri's like, I'm a lithomancer. Yeah. Comma, the only one that we know of, question Look, mark? Look, I lithomance day and night. I don't need any of this. <laughs> I'm busy lithomancing day and night. Yeah. Uh-huh. Day... And Day and night. So night. here is, you know, she's over that. Um, but that, <laughs> I mean, who knows if we're going to get a, an ebook or whatever from Zendikar. You yeah. know, we didn't get anything um, from Akoria, really. I think there was maybe an ebook for Akoria. Was there? Or a real book? Not a real book. Okay, maybe there was, there was an ebook or something for Akoria. Oh, okay. So maybe there's where we'll find out. Yeah. I've stalled for long enough. I But I was arguing with you during the time. <laughs> I know that you were supposed to be. <laughs> All right, I'll give you another prediction. I can't not listen. No, while you're, you're not talking, listening. Though. You can't, can't listen. Don't listen to this. I have to. This it's is. my job. 
Okay, accurate. It's literally my job. Accurate. It's accurate. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, I'm just going to start. Talk. You just start talking and see what comes out. That's what happened to me with oh, the lands. That's true. When I invented a terrible dual land mechanic that no <laughs> one will ever want to play. You never know. What was what Maybe do we call it? Maybe it was a tri-land. We called it... Yo, if it was a tri-land, I think that's a, that's a good point. A People might want to do could that. Happen. Yeah. Um, hmm. Sacklands. That's what we called it. Oh, yeah. Is... I feel like a sack land something else. It's already a thing for sure. Yeah, right. But that's lands that you sacrifice for an effect, maybe. Hmm. Anyways. Me and um, Karn are going to look this up. <laughs> sack lands. <clears throat> oh, it's a slang term for tap lands, which can be sacrificed to produce more or different colored mana. Wait, which ones are those? Um, like, for example, runes of... Trokire. Oh, okay. Very old looking land. Comes into play tapped. Tap to add white. T- uh, sacrifice. Tap and sacrifice. Add white, white to the mana pool. Oh. That's kind of cool. I did not know those of those lands. They are very ancient. Dwarven runes. Well, they've got great art on them. Okay. What do you got? This is, does not make any sense. But you remember how, like we said, rally was something in yeah. Battle for Zendikar. Yeah, with the allies. I'm going to make one called Bioluminous, <gasps> which is um, a bonus that elementals get cool. if other elementals come into play. I love it. Because they're like feeding <sighs> off of each other's energy. That's a great so keyword. So they're like glowing brighter. Right? Oh, Mostly I just want there to be something with the keyword Bioluminous now. Yeah, that's an excellent keyword. Um, like maybe like if another elemental comes into play, they get flying for a turn. Or sure. maybe... Uh, if another elemental comes into play, it deals two damage to something. I or, love it. Yeah. I love it. So that's going to be my, that's my mechanic. Bioluminous. It's like, it's like rally, but only for elementals. All right. So we've got bioluminous and we've got salt. <laughs> <laughs> Besides the name, I think that salt is like really cool. Well, I was trying to think of something that had to do with having a lot of mana because yeah. Zendikar is all about that. And even though, you know, we're all very, okay, like we are all very nervous that that is something in Zendikar, but I'm just going to be like, it's going to be in Zendikar. Okay. Yeah. Um, so you want a lot of mana, but maybe there's lots of ways to get a lot of mana, but there are things that, um, that make you get rid of your mana or hamper you with your mana yeah. so that there is a drawback to having so much mana. That could make the sack land better too. <gasps> Great point. You can put a lot of mana into play and then it doesn't matter if you're going to sacrifice Synergy. a land. You've come up with some really synergistic stuff. Wow. Call us Wizards of the Coast. Salt and Bioluminous could be yours. Bioluminous. For the I just low, like low the price. Word. No, it is a great price. <laughs> word. It is a great word. <laughs> the and price is free because that's what we put this podcast out for. That's true. Thank that's you to true. all of our patrons for <laughs> allowing us to provide this. My favorite fish has bioluminescence. The angler fish. Oh, yeah. It has the little light bulb on yeah. its face. Mm-hmm. Once I made one out of paper mache. Oh. And like, you know, chicken wire. It was uh, in middle school, and it was still there the last time I went into that school. Really? When was when were you there? <laughs> I don't know. I think some t- sometime, like, well into high school, I had to go back for some reason. Oh. And I, I thought you there. meant, like, now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's probably not even going to be there that much longer. I think they're, like, making a new one or something. Oh. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, anglerfish, yes. I'm here for it. Yeah. Did you ever see that website where you can go down into the depths oh, yes. of it's the ocean? Spooky. It's, it's really cool. So low. Yeah. 
Wow. What's your favorite fish? Oh, great question. Is it? Eh, whatever. <laughs> um. <laughs> blow, blow. <laughs> My number two is a puffer fish, just in case you're wondering. Puffer fish are great. Wow. I don't think I know enough fish to say. Of the fish you know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like I like a nice koi. <laughs> at GLHF Magic with the hashtag favorite fish and let us know what your favorite fish is yeah. of the fish you know of course yes just out of the fish you know no googling fish okay. over here wow we saw some really cool coin when we were in where were we no when Hawaii. we were in Hawaii yeah, oh, at, yeah. A, at a Japanese uh, shrine rebuilt in Hawaii there were yeah. beautiful kois there it was really cool what right, were we talking about nice. we were talking about Zendikar oh yeah yeah Zendikar rice well, anyways <laughs> Uh, I wish I I wish I had like a more splashy mechanic to come up with. Well, I mean, you got a good name. Yeah. That's pretty good. That's Bioluminous. And it would make for some beautiful art in the set too. Mm-hmm. For sure. Uh, do you want to think of another one or do you think you can't? <laughs> wow. <laughs> Are you sure that's not the sickest burn that you've heard? <laughs> no, I mean like I, I did I Or do you think <laughs> that you can't? <laughs> I mean, like, I couldn't think of another one. If you're like, Maria, think of another Zendikar mechanic right now. Okay, I'm going to think of one right now. I already thought of all my good things, okay? (laughs) I thought all my good thoughts. Oh, my other prediction was that all of the full art lands will be cup lands. (laughs) Because everyone loves cup island so much. Oh, it's going to be like a little cup forest? Cup forest, cup mountain. What is... Nope, tell me how a cup mountain works. It's like uh, a floating mountain with little lava pouring out of it, like the cup island. Oh. Bloop. I don't know what a cup forest is a floating cup forest and a cup plains is the worst one. <laughs> wow. <laughs> it's just a bowl of just grass. Just a bowl of sand. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, just a bowl of grass. Okay. Here's, here's mine. Okay. Um, there's going to be, uh, there's going to be like, uh, wow. Wow. What is Jace no. doing in this set anyway? I don't know. What is Jace doing anywhere? This is my question, though. Like, what the heck is Jace's planeswalker going to be doing? He's supposed to be doing paperwork on Ravnica. <laughs> I That's mean the it. sickest bird. <laughs> <laughs> it's what he's supposed to be doing, and yet he never is. Lavinia's back there just, like, grumbling and doing it for him. What is what do, what is the paperwork he's supposed to be doing? Classic. He's supposed to be, you know, he was, like, the living guild pact or whatever. Oh, yeah. So I think he's just <laughs> supposed to be managing that. Oh, okay. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> I want there to be some kind of fight involving lands. Ooh, where you can take... Well, that was something else I was thinking about. Because, um, you know, landfall is very powerful or whatever. Is there a way to destroy your opponent's lands that's not terrible yeah or like in my mind it's like some kind of like snare like things have snare on them and they that means like when it comes into play you can tap extra lands and snare something for a turn oh that's cool so it's like you're using the land to like hold on to that creature yes. or something so it like comes into play and it's like oh and snare two and if you pay two you can snare a creature 
Ooh. and it doesn't untap for their next, like it taps them and it doesn't untap for their next turn. That's great. I can also see Nissa having that ability. Ooh, yeah. As her plus. Snare something? Snare something. All right. So there we go. Okay. I great. came up with something. It's that's not, also great. not wildly exciting, but. I think that's cool too. We got snare, we got salt, we got bioluminous. Bio and you know how we did it in like 10 minutes. That's true. <laughs> they have so, they have a you lot know, longer. We gotta cut ourselves a little bit of a break here. <sighs> and if any of these come true, we'll be the first to be screaming on yes. Twitter. In all I screamed in person when I saw Mutate. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> that was so cool. I mean, we'll see if we can strike gold twice here. Yeah. Um, the set releases on the 25th, as we said, uh, 24th probably for Arena, yeah. I would imagine. Streamer you know what they probably say? You never Wednesday. strike gold in the same place twice. <laughs> <laughs> they do say that. They do say that. <laughs> It's time of the show where we thank Ultra Pro for being one of our incredible sponsors. Yes, and we have here the beautiful Look Good Luck High Five mat that they made us. Look at this. It is an amazing play mat. It is gorgeous. It's it is so the coolest thing. Beautiful. If you're just listening to Ugh. this, it's our Good Luck High Five Starburst logo with our Ugh. cool rainbow chevron happening in the background. It is so good. Best play mat I've ever seen. Um, and like, what a wonderful set of people yes. that helped us. Create, create and print this, this playmat. Yes, they're so um, great. They're so great. Like classic Ultra Pro. Like if you want cool stuff on your playmats, go to Ultra Pro. Absolutely. If you have questions about this, it's available yes. to our highest tier patrons after a certain month of months yes. of patronage. Um, so if you have not yet, if you have been a forty dollar patron um, and have not received a mat from us yet, in the very near future, you will be receiving one of these beauties, beauties. in the mail. And hopefully we'll um, have some left over. Yes, to sell because we love them. Look and thank this. you just so much to Ultra Pro for making this show happen, Yep, for making this happen for our listeners, for making the awesome swag bags that we give away. Yes. Possible. Um, they, they do all of that. And we're just so lucky to have them. So if you're looking for great gear to play Magic, go to Ultra Pro. Well, everybody, that is this week's episode of Good Luck High Five. Thank you so much for hanging out with us once again. We can't tell you how lucky we feel to be able to talk to you every single week. I was just thinking about that as I was yeah. listening to some of my podcasts the other day, and I was like, you know what? I'm so happy that these shows are here every every day or every week whenever I listen to them. You know, it's just like, oh, I get to hang out with my friends again, or, you know, they give me something essential, some information. And so, like, I'm happy that we can be that for you, whatever that that is. <laughs> I'm whatever happy we can that, be that you be need that. is. We hope we're that for you. Yeah, absolutely. Because we like being that. If we that's do. what that that is that yeah. you need. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, so thank you so much for hanging out with us for another week. And like we said earlier, it was joking about the podcast being free. Like not joking because it is free. It is. But seriously, thank you so much to everyone who is a patron because you allow us to make this and make it so that people don't have to pay for this content if they can't. Right. Exactly. We totally get that there are people who aren't patrons um, or who had to. We get notes from people who had to stop being patrons because mm -hmm. they're like, I'm sorry, I have to trim back my budget right now. Yep. Um, and it's so nice to be able to say to them, like, it's OK. It's like, okay. you're still part of the Good Luck Hi-Fi family. We're still so happy to have you as a listener. Mm -hmm. um, thank you so much, everyone who contributes when they can for, you know, for everyone who can, you know, who can listen. Right. Exactly. You make it possible for everybody to listen yeah. to this show through your patronage. And like we said at the top, we now offer payments and pounds 
aka British dollars, euros. <laughs> yeah, but only <laughs> specifically 10 British dollars. <laughs> and annual memberships discounted for a limited time the next month, only two months off. If you want to get a whole yeah. year up front, get it out of the way. Do um, you want to qualify for one of these sick play mats? Oh, yeah. It's a real good deal. Yeah, highest, highest tier. We'll get these play mats. Um, right away for a yeah. full, for a full year deal it'll trigger immediately mm-hmm. um and then after the month there'll still be a discount but it'll be less so if that sounds like something good to you head on over to patreon.com slash glh of magic and sign up now or if you're just like i just want to give him a dollar hey great awesome we love you a can dollar. you can do it we we, we absolutely Legit. love it it's it's excellent and we welcome everybody at every tier level as a member of our podcasting family thanks once again to ultra pro and of course card kingdom uh, for being incredible sponsors we can't thank them enough and for you for being here every single week um we've got some exciting stuff coming up in magic zendikar rising the mythic invitational Mm -hmm. getting ready with historic yes for that tournament there's so much coming around the corner and we are happy to be Going around that mountain, <laughs> coming around that mountain. As come, she'll she be coming around, around that mountain, mountain when, when she comes. Come. When she comes. So yeah, that is just that's us. Like they already said, she'll be coming around the mountain. Why do they have yeah. to say when she comes? I think they're trying to say like it'll happen when it happens. Like don't try oh. to rush her. <laughs> She's going on a mountain drive. Exactly, she'll be coming around the mountain. When she comes, like, don't, like, when it happens, it'll happen. <laughs> a great message during a pandemic, yeah. I have to say, you know. All right. See you, nerds, next week. <laughs> <laughs>